<laughs> Yeller. Um, hey everyone, how are ya? Happy Thirsty Thursday. Remember that used to be a big thing? Thirsty Thursday and Jersey's. Jersey Thursday is like when uh, Jersey Shore was on. That was like, that probably like 2009, 2012, which is when I was in college. Uh, but Thursdays were a big deal. So I hope everyone's having a nice evening. It's about 7.30 here in LA, West Coast time. Um, and I wanted to do... I, I sort of have had this on my mind for a while, and I know that my sort of thing is sort of pop culture and sort of all the current events that's going on, um, which I guess I'll, I'll sort of indulge in a little bit in the beginning. But today I really wanted to talk about how we are the dating app swiping generation, the swiping culture. That's, that's basically our means of basically finding our mate. And I know that's, that's totally crazy. And I don't know, maybe some people don't sort of, you know, get involved with that and they find people the old natural way by going out to a bar or just being in a park and, you know, someone coming up to you and courting you, which I wish was me, but that's not the case. Um, but I sort of wanted to talk about that, touch upon that because of my dating experience out here in Los Angeles. Um, it's all been via dating apps, which has been really enlightening, really informative, really tough. Um, some heartbreak, some heartbreak, definitely. And, um, just mixed signals from all different types of guys that I've gone on dates with. Um, so I don't know. I, I would love to know whether, you know, you're a straight girl, straight guy, what your experience has been like, but I know just as a gay guy, it's been a crazy, crazy experience. But anyway, so I'm sitting right now in my apartment. I'm actually watching, um, Real Housewives of New York City. I've been going through every, like the library, the archives of the Real Housewives, um, franchises, specifically, um, uh, Atlanta and New York, because they're so good. I just got through season one of Atlanta and the reunion, and now I'm on to season two, and then the Real Housewives, um, I'm on season three finale, which is amazing. And it's so, what's so crazy is how different the show was uh, in the early days of its sort of inception and when it was sort of in the zeitgeist of being such a big deal. And I think it still is a really big deal, but I mean, like, sort of right, right now, the current cast of Housewives is Alex McCord, uh, Ramona, who's still on it, Bethany, who's still on it, Jill, who's not on it, but who should be, Kelly, and then Countess Luann. I love being the Countess. You know, uh, what are my goals? There are three people in this world who I'm, I really have to meet before I depart this earth. One is Leighton Meester from Gossip Girl because I love Blair Waldorf. Two is Paris Hilton because she's such an icon of, like, sort of our pop culture. And three is Countess Luann because Countess Luann is just, she's a queen. She's Countess, Countess. Money can't buy you class. I mean, that's just, like, my jam. That's my jam. Okay, so anyways, um, what's been going on today in the news? Well, Page Six made a uh, released a press statement from Wendy Williams. Because I know there's been a lot of chit-chat about her. Um, Wendy Williams is going on a week-long hiatus. Um, Wendy Williams won't be on the small screen next week. I'm in personal turmoil when Williams, 54, and her... Uh, talk show are going on hiatus for a week. Page Six has learned the Wendy Williams show will air repeat next week and resume taping new episodes for the following week. Um, this sort of comes at a time when the press sort of has released information that her husband, Kevin, alleged his alleged mistress, who I talked about and touched upon on my podcast yesterday about Jesse Smollett, um, just had a baby in Philadelphia. And I guess maybe Wendy wants to take time off. If this, in fact, is true. Take time off to deal with that, or she just wants time off to relax because she said in her show a few weeks ago that she's living in a sober house. She probably just wants to, you know, sustain her soberness and, you know, sober lifestyle and be healthy and well wishes to Wendy. You know what? Good for her. And the fact that she's even come back to work this soon um, means she's like a bull, like I touched upon. Um, and then what else is going on? Um, oh, that's a really good picture they posted. Wendy looks really, really pretty when she's all glammed up. Um, uh, President Trump. Um, is on a tirade about Jesse Smollett and how he... I mean, I can understand why everyone's getting um, 
you know, all up in arms about this whole thing because this is going to be an ongoing case because Chicago, the city of Chicago has charged Smollett with $130,000, like asking him to basically pay for all the overtime that the police officers worked on that case. But his team was like, no, and then we're like, oh, too much, too much political. I'm just going to get it right into what I talk about. Okay, so Tinder. All right. So I moved to Los Angeles in 2013 and I didn't date for the first year and a half because I was really involved in my career. I just wanted to focus on me and I just needed to like cleanse myself and heal and sort of adapt to my new culture, the new terrain, the new geography. Um... And it's been, you know, it's great. So at some point I was like, this was, I can actually tell you remember, it was, it was in April of 2015 when Fifty Shades of Grey first came out and Cinderella came out. I remember that because I downloaded, I was in the movie theater seeing Fifty Shades of Grey and I was like, I want to start dating someone. I wasn't at all like into like the whole S&M thing that from the movie, but I was, I was just like, I want to date, I want a boyfriend, I want love. So I downloaded Tinder. Again, I had never, oh, I downloaded Tinder and I made a match account, but I didn't keep a match account because you have to pay for it. Not trying to dig match because my sister actually found her husband on match. Um, I just didn't want that. I just, you know, I was I was sort of a, a bit casual and you know whatnot. Um, so I downloaded Tinder and I got a lot of great matches. And my actual first date I went on to. Although it was sort of like I was sort of, I, I actually thought it was like a big ego boost because I was getting a lot of matches. I was like, damn. But then it was like you only get like thirty matches and then it caps you and you have to pay for Tinder Gold and you have to get more and more and more. Which is fine. I did that because I was, like, so excited about getting the numbers. It was an ego boost. So then I went on my first date um, with my ex, who I actually was in a two-and-a-half-year relationship with, and now he's my best friend ever. But it was so interesting to me, and I... Because I, we had dated for about a month. Because this, this was my first, like, real relationship in, ever, ever in Los Angeles in my lifetime. I, I had, like, sort of small relationships, short relationships in college with this one guy um, who I dated... My freshman year, and then we didn't talk sophomore and junior, and then our senior year, we sort of, like, circled around each other and just whatever. Um, but anyway, so I dated my ex in L.A. for two and a half years. It was amazing, and I learned a lot. And, um, I mean, I guess why we parted ways was because, you know, in Los Angeles, it's a very common thing for people to have open relationships, specifically in the, you know, gay community. Um, I'm sure that happens in the heterosexual community as well, but I was sort of just taken aback by that. I was like, that's not what I'm into. I'm very old-fashioned. I just want love. I want one-on-one love. And that's why I broke up, which is fine. But it, to me, it was so fascinating that we live in a time where, I mean, everything is so easily accessible now via our phones and apps. Like, if, you don't even have to go to the grocery store. You can just, you know, order your stuff, whatever, um, Postmates. Uber Eats, Uber All. So it's like, it's just sort of, I'm still very old-fashioned. Even though I'm a, I'm a millennial, I'm 29 years old, I'm, you know, I'm still very much in the in the now, in the moment of, like, all of this coming out. I remember I got my first cell phone when I was 13 years old. And, like, I was sort of there for every single thing. I was there when Facebook came out. No, I was. I was there. When, I, actually, when Instagram sort of exploded, it was 2012. I was a senior in high school. I'm sorry, a senior in college. Um, and I just remember Instagram blowing up. And it was just, like, amazing and whatever. But anyways, back to dating. So, I don't know. Uh, it was really, <clears throat> after I dated uh, my ex, I kind of laid low for about, you know, two months. <laughs> and then I was like, I want to date again because I love that security. I'm like, I love that feeling of going home every night knowing you have someone. But it was also really interesting because my relationship was a bit singular because we dated. We, like, were very casually dating. We weren't committed um, for about a month. And then I was going to France for, with my cousins, um, to the south of France, which is so fancy. And I was like, what are we? And he was like, well, okay, we made official. And I was like, that's great. But, like, when I got back on Tinder, um, I was very casually dating this one guy over the summer named Evan, and he was super... We dated for about three months very casually. It wasn't anything serious. We're not dating anymore, but um, he was so different than what my last relationship was because 
He wanted to go super, super slow, which in part was because he was burned from a past boyfriend, I guess. And I was, that, to me, it was like so interesting that like, why, how every single dating scenario is so different and like you are basing literally what you will invest your one month, two months, potentially your life, entire life on in a swipe left or right, all based on your first impression of what someone looks like. So it's like, if you didn't hit the lottery of, of, of looks in life, you might not have a chance, which is like, why it is so warped and so messed up? Because I, I, I am someone who is like, it is really a what, it, what is, ah, it is really about what's inside, but also I, I'm, I'm not shy to say that phys- your physicality matters. I'm probably say, I'm going to say 60% what's inside, 40% what you look like. I know that's really bad, but you know, you're going to look at this person all the time. You're going to wake up with them. You're going to go to bed with them. You want to, you want to keep them in your life. You don't want them to wander off. So I don't know, like as of late, I've been, I, so I deleted my Tinder after my relationship with my ex. I was like, oh, got rid of it. And then I deleted it again after Evan and I stopped very casually dating. I was like, oh, no. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go on Tinder. I'm going to download Bumble. I'm going to go on Hinge. Hinge is an amazing dating app. It is an app that is through Facebook. And what it does is it pairs you or it's sort of like uh, um, the formula is sort of it connects you with mutual friends of your friends on Facebook, but it's not matching you with your friends. So it's really interesting because you're, it's a great networking tool, and I've known plenty of people who've had successful relationships with it. Um, I just, I don't know, I've matched with a lot of people too on Hinge, but like, I, it's like, what the sort of common thread is, maybe it's just in Los Angeles, because I go on Tinder too when I travel and on Hinge. Like when I'm in Boston, people always follow through, and people always, you match with them, you chat, they want to meet up with you. So I think it's a West Coast thing that people are just like, hey, you're so hot, or you're so handsome, good to know you, tell me about yourself, and then the conversation literally just dies. It literally makes no sense. And like, well, I don't understand it, because like, I actually genuinely want to meet these people. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not going to brag. I have probably 600 matches in LA. I'm not going to go on 600 dates. I mean, I'm probably in the 600 matches of like my rebirth of my Tinder have gone on maybe, um, I don't know, 10 or 15. No, not even 10, maybe five to 10 dates. Um, and some of them, it's like, also what's a difficult thing about Tinder or, or these dating apps is like, you never know. People don't want to open up about what they really want, what their intentions are. So I went on this date last week. I went on two dates with this one guy last week and um, he was a little bit older than me. He was 37. I'm 29. He was really nice, really put together. I was like, okay, well, he's 37. Maybe he wants, you know, something more than just a physical thing. Because I feel like people are now saying specifically in the gay community that Tinder is becoming like the new grinder or scruff, which is so greasy because I'm not on either of those apps. No disrespect to people who are. But it's just like I I really want a, a, to sustain a relationship and build something rather than just, you know, whatever the physicalness of it. So the second day I went to, I went for drinks. Um, so what did I do on my first day with this guy? Uh, oh, we went to dinner in Santa Monica and then we went on our second day. We went to dinner again, but we went to his place first and opened a bottle of wine, had some wine. Then we went to dinner and then we went back to his place and whatever. But then I kind of like got the vibe that that was it. Like he just wanted to like get his songs off, which was like so annoying because I don't know. There's also this, this sort of poses the question, should I, I mean, cause you can, you can fill out your bio should I put in my bio looking for something long term or do I just make it sort of like suspicious and and sort of just go with the flow? Because people are always like, and that's another thing, people are so deceiving. They're always like, 
I, I want something serious. I'm, I'm so about, you know, long term and I'm, I don't want to just a one night stand, no hookups. But then like you go on a date with them and that's exactly what happens. So it's just like, uh, okay. Um, so it's just, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. And if anyone can give me advice on like what apps are good. I mean, let me tell you something. The app I really want to get on is Raya because I want to be, I want to be going on a date with like Ryan Seacrest. I know he's not gay, but you know, you know what I mean? Those high caliber people, not because they're famous, because I really like to get to know people that are just um, a bit more – because I feel as though people who are famous and sort of celebrities are more skeptical about people. And I am very skeptical about people as a non-celebrity. So to me, that would be like a perfect marriage of my interests, my desires, and my heart because I have a really good heart and I get hurt really easily. And I am a Leo, as I mentioned before, and I, I just love. I really want love. I'm a hopeless romantic. And I try and, you know, it's like, it's not, you just, I mean, I also believe like when you go on a date with someone, you know, within the first five minutes, like you can match someone on Tinder and then you can sort of start texting with them. You can give them your number. But then like when you start now, like people want to send videos to you or they want to send like, you know, they want to talk on the phone and it's just like, it's so picky, but we're literally living in like a Stepfordy type world where everyone is almost seemingly the same yet so different but they're the same because they all sort of have the same intention where they just want to get a certain tidbit of information out of you whether and then they decide whether or not you're right or not. So it's like literally, it's like a drive-by shooting basically. Like I don't, I mean, I know that's a pretty exaggerating thing, but it's like speed dating. Almost it's like speed dating has gone digital. And to me, I don't know how to do it. Like I, what I'm thinking about right now is an episode of Sex and the City where Miranda is speed dating and she pretends, everyone, she's like, I'm a lawyer, I'm a lawyer. And she, everyone's like, ew, ew, ew. And then she tells someone, she's a, um, a stewardess and there's this one guy who's like really interested in her and then she sleeps with them and then he's like a, a footlocker employee and she's like well because she cuts herself and she's like you're a doctor you're a doctor and then he lies so basically it's like you never know who you're getting into but the thing about hinge i really like is that like it connects you with the facebook and also people put their careers and their specific job titles and or employers on their profile so that really really helps by the way i'm not sponsored by any of these but hinge or tinder or um, bumble if you want to sponsor me i will advocate the fuck out of you because you're the only three apps that i will ever ever use i'm sorry match i mean i like you match but you're just so expensive <laughs> Anyways, um, so I don't know. If there's, like, any other apps that I don't know about, let me know because I really, I don't know. I just, I really want to figure out. I like the formula and the simplicity of Tinder because it's so basic and other apps obviously try to copy that. Like, Hinge is, like, swipe, swipe, swipe. Everything is swiping. Tinder is, like, basically the OG of that. And its formula is so simple yet so complex because... You can modify, and it's the same with the other two dating apps, you can modify age, stats, distance. Um, I mean, I think with Hinge, you can even modify, like, ethnicities. Tinder, you can't do that. Which, I mean, that's kind of that's a bit aggressive because, I mean, that's, like, like mean. Um, but I understand it because people know what they want. Like, I, I'll tell you my type. I like white guys or Italian guys. Um, sometimes Middle Eastern guys. As of late, it's been Middle Eastern guys. Like, my last two and a half year relationship was, was an Indian guy. But I really, I like white guys because I like being the ethnic beauty. Um, and I like standing out. I, like, want to be with someone who is culturally different, who comes from a different family because I want to get to learn about someone. I just want to be different because my thing is, like, opposites really do attract. Because if you take two people who are the exact same, it's great, but you might end up being best friends. I don't want that. I want to genuinely be genuinely and constantly be learning about someone and that's what i feel like is really good for me about dating a white guy or you know an italian or whatever also they're really hot and i like a nice like athletic jock because i'm obviously not a jock but i am i mean i'm pretty masculine i'm pretty masculine features like my job but anyway so i just like i don't know it's it's kind of a sad sort of time and you know there's so many mixed so many mixed messages and signals you get from guys and like there's this whole dating protocol like you can't text you have to wait like five minutes or ten minutes 
I'm like, I, I try not to like succumb to that type of thing, but it's like you have to, and it's so bizarre and it's so tough and it's so crazy and so stressful. And I just don't know how to do it well. So if there was, I love, I used to know what show I used to love on Bravo, um, by that Patty Stanger show, Love Match. What was her show? Hold on. Let me look that up. Patty Stanger. She like, she, oh, Millionaire Matchmaker. I mean, I couldn't have been on that show, but like, I would have loved to be one of the contestants that like, on a day on that show. And I don't know if that show was ever scripted, but like, Millionaire Matchmaker is like, you know, that type of thing where someone can just, I mean, you can pay someone. There is matchmakers out there, but I just, I don't know. I don't think, I think that's a bit like aggressive. I mean, I think I want to be the one to find my match. Um, but he's out there. I hope he's out there. I know that some people are just meant to be alone and single with their cat, but that's not going to be me. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, what, what to you is like sort of the appropriate? And I had dinner with a girlfriend of mine. I was visiting my family in Boston a couple of weeks ago, and I had dinner with my girlfriend who is married, and she got married last year. She's my age. <clears throat> and what she was saying was she had dated this guy she was dating. I think she was dating him for four or five years before they got married, and he was a friend of her brother's. So he was older, a little bit older. But, like, that is such an organic way of meeting someone. And their story just literally was, like, this is where... I don't even think she even had to go on Tinder. I think she got lucky and literally just... That was her badge. So, it's, like, there... Some people get really lucky and I don't know. Like, you just go to a bar. Because, like, going to a bar in LA, you can't meet anyone because the guys just want to sleep with you. That's just, like... Especially in West Hollywood. It's just, like, nobody wants to be, you know, exclusive. And a lot of married couples, too, in LA, they're all open. They all want to have, like, open relationships. And it's just, like... I get it. There's a lot of hot people and a lot of beautiful people. But, like, in New York, too. There's a lot of beautiful guys in New York. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just – it's stressful. And, I mean, I, I'm – I what I've learned about myself is that I have to not put so much out there or be so open because I am someone who likes to put it all out there. I am someone who likes to love hard, love fast, and just give myself to someone. But it's like – you get burned. There's that, there's that line in um, Waving Through a Window from Dear Evan Hansen, which is like one of my favorite musicals ever. Um, uh, it's like, step out of, if you don't want to get burned, then step out of the sun. It's so true. So I think, and it's really funny because I was listening to one of my other favorite podcasts, which is The Morning Toast with the girl with no job, who is a genius and her sister's a genius. It's one of the best podcasts out there. They're so smart, so sharp, so fast. And there was a guy on there, I think he was a guest host on Monday or Tuesday, and he was a dating, I think he has a dating podcast, he was super smart, he was straight, and he was talking about, you know, sort of this, this whole new age culture of online dating and digital dating, and he's like, you know what, sometimes you have to get off the app, sometimes you have to get off the apps, and you have to just go out there, other times you just stay in and you go on the apps, and it's like, he also says something really important, he said, if you don't want to hit, if you don't want to get hit, you have to, or if you don't want, if you don't sit in traffic, you won't get hit, which is so true, you have to put yourself out there, and I mean, I tell myself that all the time, but it's really, really hard. And it's, you know, a tough gig. And I literally have so much sympathy for people who are doing it aggressively. I'm doing it relatively aggressively. Like, I go maybe one or two times a day, see who I match with. I filter through. I respond to some people. But the conversation usually just dies out so quickly. And I just don't know why, but it just does. And it stresses me out. It makes me really sad because I actually want to believe that there is someone out there who can handle me. And, um, you know, not that I'm a difficult, complex person. I'm not. I mean, I'm definitely complex. But I'm like... I just want common connection and someone who is open-minded and doesn't want to date 5 million other people while you're in the preliminary stages. I get like when you're first dating someone, you have to be open. You have to date a few people, but I'm not like that. I like to date like one person starting up because I don't like to get to know multiple people because it's very stressful and it's very tough. Whew. That's all I got to say about that, honey. Dating is really a game changer. Anyways, I'm going to go back to watching The Real Housewives. I'm going to do a, pause, a podcast on um, like my housewives sort of like obsession and sort of feedback and like what i've seen in the early stages the early seasons of i'm going to talk about 
um, Atlanta, Beverly Hills, and um, New York. When I, you know, watch all of them and sort of set all my thoughts because I'm literally having the time of my life. I am single, sitting in my apartment alone at night watching Housewives. That to me is like the most fulfilling thing ever. Um, and you know, I send out all my positive wishes to Wendy Williams and Justice Smollett and everything going on in pop culture. I'll get back to that soon, but for now, um, that's it. I'm out, y'all. I'm going to make my Trader Joe's frozen pizza. Have a good night. Ta-ta.